Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is Eric the Big E on the route for Wisconsin road to RPW Heat Wave 2 coming at you from the Minger True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to this series. I know that uh, we're kind of taking our time off right now. As mentioned on our Facebook and Instagram and TikTok posts, uh, very thankful for the response that we've gotten to that. Uh, as promised, some great content coming up. And then as we get closer to the end of July, uh, getting back into the full swing of things after we kind of get off of our little break, uh, still in Minion True Value Riverwood Gallery Studio number two here in De Pere, Wisconsin. Actually in the progress of moving over to Studio number three. Uh, with that, I will kick it to our segment with Devin Ashman, D Dog on Kiss FM. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest set for one fall is for the WWE Championship! Yo, Vanilla, kick it one time, boy! Yo, VIP, let's kick it! Joining us now on the first episode of the Road to Heat Wave 2, man you've heard on Kiss FM here in Green Bay, 95.9. You hear him, you'll hear him in the ring as the ring announcer at Heat Wave 2. Our first guest in this brand new series wears multiple hats for RPW for Ultimate Wrestling Trivia, Devin Ashman. Devin, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing well. So, like, I, I'm feeling like I should stay in gimmick there because it's the radio is D-Dog and Devin. Like, that's always the goofy part when it comes to those things, right? But, yes, thank you so much for having me on the uh, podcast. I really appreciate it, Eric. It is my pleasure. I'd say our pleasure, but my other co-hosts weren't able to join for this episode. So, oh, I'm sure they'll be here throughout the thing. And I know that we'll all be there in attendance for Heat Wave 2. Uh, to present the title belt. So before we get into absolutely, people- yeah, I, before I don't want to cut you off at all, but I got to give props to Shauna. I listened to one of your podcasts before about the Mount Rushmore of Packers. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, she knocked it out of the park with the Curly Lambo, Vince Lombardi. And I think she had Favre and Butler on there. I, I yeah, think she I, did. I dig that. I dig that a lot. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. She had, uh, we both had Curly and Vince. Uh, yep, she I think went, those are locks. She went the route of Leroy Butler for the Lambo Leap and then Favre uh, for just being QB1 for most of both of our lives. Um, so, yeah, she went that route. I went the route of uh, Reggie White and Aaron Rodgers, which I don't think most people would argue either. But Fair that, enough, yeah. That's a whole – you could have Mount Rushmore's of the Packers for every different era and not right. be wrong. Sort of. And that's one of those things that, you know, you love those questions, but you also hate those questions at the same time. Because like you said, you can have Favre, Reggie, Rogers, Vince Lombardi on there. You can have Hudson, Nitschke, and um, pro wrestling. I mean, it's like like you said, every era. What do you take? Bruno, Hogan, Austin, Cena? I mean, it's just like one of those things where you're like, man, like, where do you even start with one of those things? With the case with like Lambeau Field, what is there about twenty-five to thirty names that circle around Lambeau mm-hmm. Field? How do you just narrow that down to four? Only gets to go on there as the the face of the franchise, and it's it's really tough, but it's fascinating at the same time how people argue for everybody. But 
I, I think Curly and, and Vince are a lock, and then the other two are up in the air. I'm a Favre guy, so I'm I'm locking Favre in for sure. The other one up for debate, absolutely. You know, and I just to kind of maybe bridge the gap here. I know we're, we're supposed to be talking about wrestling here, but yeah. this is fun too. Um, to bridge the gap, my my buddy Sean, who actually he he's the one kind of put the idea in my head. He said Ron Wolf instead of Leroy or oh. Favre. Okay, and, yeah, or, that's or Reggie for that matter too, because really all three were Ron Wolf guys and were the culmination. Yeah. Now I'm not a big fan of going all executive slash coach, but it's definitely a, another name to put in there that absolutely, yeah, has no to be doubt considered. about it. You have to remember, you know, go back to the late. 80s and the 90s like green bay really wasn't that good they had one magical season in 89 where mikowski and fullwood i think sharp they made the pro bowl they were one game away from making the playoffs and that was like a big deal and they were like 10 and 6 that year so they were terrible for the longest time and then ron wolf did come in and and change the culture the winning attitude where mike holmgren came in and that's where i mean i guess Favre and reggie could be on there as well i mean those two guys alone right there just changed the way green bay is known today i mean it's just fascinating when you stop and look at it yeah absolutely so with that Devin, I mean, it's time to talk a little bit of wrestling. So let's do it. Before let's we get it. into Heat Wave 2, um, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, we can ask and talk about here. And, you know, we can talk about the Mount Rushmore wrestling. So before we do that conversation, real quick here, I just want to ask, you know, what was it that got you into the world of pro wrestling? Yeah, pro wrestling. I vaguely remember this uh, coming home from church one day when my parents were still together and they had the TV on. And Bruiser Brody was wrestling Abdul the Butcher. And if you know anything about Abdul the Butcher, he's like this this big monster, ugly-looking guy that's got scars on his face. And Bruiser Brody is a guy, too. He's screaming, dropping the huss. He's throwing a chain around. And I saw a split second of it, maybe like 20, 30 seconds of it, and my eyes just locked right onto the tube. And I was like, what is this? This is amazing. And it just caught my attention. I mean, what was it? I don't know. Was it these larger-than-life characters? Was it this ring? Was it this, like, fantasy place? And ever since I saw that, I just fell in love with pro wrestling. And, of course, the parents back in the day, they always dropped the, oh, you're not, you're not watching this. This isn't good for you. This is fake. You know, they dropped the <laughs> F word. And But I think that made me more curious about it. So then it was like, well, let me look into this. I want to know more about it. And that's where I stumbled across world-class championship wrestling which they had it on espn a lot and of course growing up in the midwest awa was always on tv so to see the likes of the von erics and the Freebirds, i mean i just fell in love with them uh having two brothers myself i really connected with carrie kevin and david von eric uh seeing guys like nick bockwinkle he was just wearing these fancy suits carrying the title then jerry lawler came along and it was just it, it caught it just grabbed a hold of me and I remember my parents telling me and all the other people like, oh, it's just the phase. He'll get over it. Well, fast forward 35 plus years later, I'm still in love with it more than ever. Uh, pro wrestling is it's a beautiful thing. It really is art. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. You you, you nail the head. The, you hit the nail on the head. You know, so many different you know things I could break down there and you, know, you yeah. talk about in this world of pro wrestling and, and really, you know, kind of a lot of it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, for the first thing of, of everyone trying to talk you out of it. Cause I know myself, I got into mm -hmm. it because my dad would watch it. And I would, you know, Monday nights, he'd 
my mom hated hated it with a burning passion. Mama <laughs> right. fish, not a fan. But you know, my dad would sneak off to the you know his bedroom, and you know that was you know I was growing up in the late '90s, early 2000s, so you know, heart of the attitude area, right before you know the ruthless aggression era, and just you know he would watch it, and then I you know I'd get to you know kind of you know kind of get close to bedtime, so it'd be like okay, I get a sneak peek of it. Okay, it's nine o'clock, time for bed, or you know I got to see the first hour, and then you know, sure. do something. You know, of course, as how you know wrestling was back then, they couldn't do a lot of stuff they do now. Um, yeah, and the but, Attitude Era was such a great time to get involved with it. And it's funny hearing stories about that. Usually, it's a crazy uncle or an older brother, and it's kind of cool that you got to have that moment. You got to connect with your dad and sit down and watch Monday nights, and you know whether that was you guys getting entertained by laughing, crying, screaming at the TV, you know, you guys have that moment. And I think that's another beautiful thing about professional wrestling. It's It's great. Yeah. So dad was big into it. Then my neighbor, uh, the guy I mentioned earlier, Sean, he was also, he's a year older than me. He was also, you know, his parents and him were really big into it. So when we wanted to watch it, we, you know, it was either dad or if he, you know, Sean had all the DVDs. He had all the movies. <laughs> sure. He yep. had like the championship, you know, the toy championship bell. He had all of it. So it was always, okay, let's go, let's go hang out with Sean. We can go watch him wrestle. We can go play <laughs> the early SmackDown video games and all that stuff too. So that's where it all kind of started for me personally. But, um, it, it always starts somewhere. And it's just one of those things that you can, you can even leave it for a little while, come back to it. And just, you know, even, even, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to date myself a little bit on this too, because we didn't have the Nintendo when we were growing up and stuff and the cool video games, like the playstations and the Xbox. Now, I mean, the video games are like a realistic, like unbelievable, amazing. So we had to do the uh, couch cushions and the, we had to take the, the bed sheets, uh, like, you know what I mean? Put the beds yep. together. And, and so you used those like gimmicks and stuff. If you wanted to jump off the top rope, you had to go to the corner of the couch and jump down and we grab some cardboard. We cut out uh, cardboard belts and we'd make our own belts and <laughs> it'd be a champion and stuff. So like, you know, it really, you know, makes your imagination expand and you create these characters in your head and your own federation, I guess, in a sense. And it's just the love for professional wrestling right there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, my mom, you know, 20, it just turned 26 last weekend. My mom, for the first time, and I probably started doing this when we we're 10, 8, 9, 10 years old. So, you know, okay. let's say 16 years she found out that we would, my brother and I, my younger brother and I would use, like, their bedroom because they had the only queen-size <laughs> bed. We'd use their right. bedroom and this, like, Cedar Hope chest, which is, like, one of her prized possessions. That was, like, our, our top rope. And my brother oh. and I just <laughs> jump onto the bed because it was just not far enough away from the bed where if we, you know, if we missed or whatever, we'd still hit the bed. But you really couldn't fall and, and miss short. And you sure. know, we were nine, ten years old, so we went oh, this man, long. Oh, that's tremendous. So, yeah, that's great. And she also found out my brother, you know, and as kids do, you know, you put you know each other in, in submission holds and all that. Oh, my brother yes. could get out of any submission hold, and I don't know what yes. it was. And, and, you know, I'm bigger than him. I always have been. But he could get out of any submission hold, no matter if it was a, a sharpshooter, Walls of Jericho. Uh, the STF, it, whatever it was, Mark found a way to get out of it. So shout out to my brother too. Yeah, so I got to shout out my older brother Chad. He used to put me in the figure four leg lock. Ooh. So when you're, a, yeah, when you're a little kid, that thing you just laying that on tight and that just hurts. So I was having a little flashbacks when you said that. <laughs> oh man, it's scary. Yeah, those submission moves, it's rough. Yeah, absolutely. Leave that to the trained professionals. That's you know, let the, let them do it. <laughs> no not, doubt. Not yep. you know, you and your brother, but everyone does it too. You know, I love, I love seeing the you know, don't try this at home 
like flashing things before they have an event or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm definitely doing that shit. Yep, know? there's a reason. There's a reason for that. Yep, don't try this at home. Yeah. So, Devin, you know, we talk about the history and how you get into it. So I, I'm going to ask you kind of a two-part question. So I'm going to – and maybe the answer is the same. But okay. I'm going to ask you your favorite all-time wrestler, your favorite current wrestler. Okay. Um, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. I have a Hulk Hogan boot tattooed on my right ankle. So I got to think <laughs> Hulk Hogan is probably my all-time favorite wrestler, um, you know, Kids may be looking at John Cena the same way, you know, Hulk Hogan was in the 80s. He was a game changer. He was all over, you know, whether it be MTV or if he was on Sports Illustrated, they had the the cartoon of him, the action figures. I mean, Hogan was everywhere. So I was definitely a, a Hulkamaniac growing up, uh, one of my all-time favorites. And then obviously, as you get older, you kind of learn about the Ric Flairs and the Harley Races and the Terry Funks of the world where these guys you know, are amazing. Really the way to look at it, Hulk Hogan was, you know, bigger than the business and Ric Flair was the business. So you can appreciate, you know, each side of it. And then uh, currently there's so many great talents um, out there. Uh, recently, we just got back from Chicago. We went to the uh, AEW New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which was tremendous. Uh, Will Ospreay, uh, Okada, those guys are probably some of my favorites. Kenny Omega, um, they're up there. Uh, just unbelievable if you get a chance to check out any of their matches. Yeah, I was going to say, so I'll, I'll give you mine personally here. So, you know, I kind of fall into that, you know, obviously I got to give, you know, tip my hat to John Cena and, you know, as yeah. know, 20 years of Cena here as well. I don't know if I'd ever put him in my favorite, but, you know, definitely someone that, you know, was up there. Now me, I'm, I'm going to show my, my youth here, if you will. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah. My two favorites of all time, not necessarily currently, but – all time, I'd have to go either Rey Mysterio or Jeff Hardy. Okay. Those were the two that yep. really hooked me in. And obviously, you know, I was kind of getting into it with the re reemergence of D DX and then, you know, the re return of Jeff Hardy to WWE programming and uh, Rey Mysterio's title run. So it was all kind of around that same two, three-year window. So that's what really hooked me into it. Um, I do got to agree with you with the Will Ospreys and, um, you know, those that pay-per-view was incredible this weekend. Um, right. Will Ospreay up there, obviously. Um, you know, I, I you know if I'm going to go with the WWE, two guys who are very, very underappreciated that I don't think ever get enough run and deserve to have so much more. Ricochet and Finn Balor, big fans of both of them. Yeah, and yep. it just breaks Again. my heart that those guys could be in, you know, could have been on that pay per view, and been main eventers, have had five star matches with a lot of these guys that were in this pay per view, and it's all for naught right now. Yeah, and you're talking about forbidden doors and doors being open. Like, Rey Mysterio is a guy that opened the door for a lot of those guys you mentioned, Pac and, and Ricochet, Finn Balor, the smaller size wrestlers that can go out there and really go and put on a show. And, you know, you don't have to be those 6'6", 300-pound wrestlers. Like, you can be a Mysterio size and still, you know, be believable and do all these incredible moves and uh, Rey Mysterio was so far ahead of his time. He's definitely uh, in the GOAT conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, because we talked about the, the Packers Mount Rushmore's, I, I, I know it's not even a fair question, but I'm going to ask <laughs> you, of course, because, you know, you brought it up. That's sure, how this works. Okay. But oh, I'm going to yeah. ask you, if you have a, a wrestling Mount Rushmore, who would you put on it? Um. So, again, every era 
could have their own one. I mean, if you're strictly looking at a WWE, I'm going to grab probably the best of the best from every era. I'm grabbing a Bruno San Martino who did the work for the, you know, the sixties and into the seventies. And then you had Hogan with the eighties and the nineties. So Bruno Hogan, I guess it could be a horse apiece from the nineties. You could take Austin or rock. I'm taking Austin just for the simple fact. I think he sold more merch and he was more of a, face of the company once rock went off to hollywood and then i'm throwing john cena in there because from the 2000s like you said 20 years of cena already how does that make you feel like that's unbelievable um then i i got a different mo rush more of like maybe personal favorites where i'm throwing on like hulk hogan rick flair um probably a harley race and a terry funk i think i would put on there I mean, Undertaker could be on there, too. <laughs> Again, I love, I hate these, but it, it's a really tough call. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you break it down, you know, if even if you look at just the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, there's three right there that you had mentioned, Taker, Austin, Rock, that you couldn't make the case to be on any Mount absolutely. Rushmore. And then you're, you know, you've got to pick one between Hogan, Cena, you know, San Martino, and, it's, you know, there's so many people that get left off of these. Right. But... And I forgot to mention Bret Hart. That's another guy. Oh, I was a big flare. I was a big Bret Hart guy, you know, when Bret and Shawn Michaels were going against each other so much. And Bret Hart had, in my mind, one of the greatest matches of all time where he faced his brother Owen Hart at uh, SummerSlam 1994 in the cage match. I mean, if you haven't got a chance to see that, anybody out there or listening to this, definitely search it out. I mean, it's it's one of the all time greats. Yeah, absolutely. All all names that you mentioned out there, and Secretary Shauna listening in, and she'll she's gonna put together some graphics here. We got some cool graphics we're gonna put together for this, um, so she's gonna build us a Mount Rushmore for this too. So um, I like it. <laughs> so shout out Secretary Shauna. She's doing her her secretarily duties, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you, Shauna. You bet. Um, so anyway, so uh, kind of transitioning here into RPW. So I'm going to ask first, how did you get involved with Rage and Pro Wrestling? Sure. Um, so this will probably be about the eighth or ninth, um, uh, where I'll be ring announcing for him. And, uh, along the way I had met Mike Mercury and he had a couple federations along the way. And my younger brother, Derek, used to work with them at their, their shoot jobs. And uh, we just had the common interests of wrestling. So we kind of just all came together. And uh, Rich was a friend of Mike. So it, it's one of those things where we just all kind of connected together. And Rich was starting uh, the new Fed, Raging Pro Wrestling. And uh, knew where I came from with um, wrestling being in the area for the longest time and then being on radio, he's like, I think you would make, you know, a great announcer. And we had started off where it was myself and Merck. And I, I loved how we kind of did like a little combo um, ring announcing for the first couple times. And it just kind of got to be a little too much where he was doing music. Also, like you said, you got to wear a lot of hats when it comes to pro wrestling. So you're running back and forth and making sure talent is, you know, at the curtain getting ready to come out. And stuff like that. So right place, right time. And it just seems like pro wrestling fans in general just find each other. So not too hard to find. And and I know Rich is going to hate me for this, but I got to tip my hat to him. I mean, none of this would be possible without him. Uh, he really puts out a great product, RPW. He brings in some great talent. So 
unfortunately we had some people cancel on us along the way but these are people that you're going to find on national tv whether it's roh or impact or aew uh, people shooting movies like rowan um you know we had work with chelsea green a couple times before we finally got her to come in with diana perrazzo so a tip my hat to rich who i believe you had on here before so he does a tremendous work have had him on before. We'll have him on the road to Heat Wave 2. So another project you, you kind of mentioned and we had mentioned earlier is you and Mike Merck uh, do the Ultimate Wrestling Trivia. So I'm going to give you a chance here to just kind of promo what that's about. It's a brand new app and let her fly. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. So you can find all the information at ultimatewrestlingtrivia.com. Of course, we're on the Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, Facebook, all the Social media sites will be up there. There's over 11,000 questions on there. Um, so it like really means a lot to me because myself and, and Derek and another guy, Stefano, you may have heard of him, have uh, worked together to uh, create this content, all these 11,000 plus questions. Plus, we have 30 plus wrestlers on there. Um, and the cool thing is, like, if you answer a question quickly, they're going to cheer you on. So it could be anything from like Eric Bischoff saying, hey, great job. That was awesome. You know, Kevin Nash giving you a thumbs up. Or if you get the question wrong, vice versa, they're going to heal on you and make you feel terrible. So Hornswoggle, Gangrel, Eric Rowan will be on there and be like, you suck. You're terrible. You're no good. So I think that's going to be a really big bread and butter for us is having the 30 plus wrestlers heal on you or cheer you on. And uh, it's really for any fan out there. So it doesn't matter if you're a fan old school or new school or right in the middle like yourself. With um, the Attitude Era, we have anything from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s to, to modern day stuff. We do keep this up to date. So anything that might have happened at Forbidden Door recently, you could have a question that pops up right up there. So UltimateWrestlingTrivia.com, you're really going to get all the bang for the buck. If you head right there, you can download it right now as we speak. So take us wherever you go this summer. It doesn't matter if you have the Apple or Android. All you have to do is search Ultimate Wrestling Trivia. You'll see us right on there. Download it. Absolutely free to play. You play your 15 questions, and you can unlock a lot of different categories throughout the day. And, of course, you can pay some money to get some more boost and whatnot. So if you, you struggle with a question, you can definitely eliminate some answers, or you can skip the question. Or if you just want to put your wrestling knowledge or some people would say useless knowledge to test and see where you rank on the leaderboard. You definitely can just do that and answer it to the best of your ability. UltimateWrestlingTrivia.com. That's the, the place to be. And Download it and have a blast and give it to all your wrestling friends. Now, I got to say, my personal favorite like heel answer when you get one wrong is when Melina comes on. She's like, were you thinking <laughs> about me doing the splits? And it just like, threw me off. The first time I played, I'm like, well, geez, I wasn't. But Yeah, right. But you're like, now, now I am. Thanks a lot, Melina. And then before you know it, the next question pops up. So you're trying to think about what just happened there. So, yeah, it's a very cool visual. I mean, if you can imagine Scott Steiner just healing on you, telling you you suck, or Silas Young, you know, cheering you on to hear Hornswoggle chat. Like you said, Melina talking smack. We have Casey Lennox on there. We got a, a ton of... Of people and it's really been a cool experience um this journey has been about two years since we put it together and it's uh finally out there for the world to enjoy yeah absolutely now i do i do want to ask and this is kind of a different question than we had talked about you know with the, the 
the favorites and the Mount Rushmore. Now you, you kind of take a different route to this as, you know, helping as a, like as a promoter and working with his app and, you know, content creator, you've met, uh, you know, you mentioned meeting so many different cool people. So I'm going to ask you, and, uh, you know, you feel free to, you know, take a cop out if you want it, but favorite <laughs> person that you've met through this experience in, in the world that you're working in right now. Ooh, um, my favorite person. Well, I'll give you a, a two part answer. So my favorite person meeting them in the business, not to that we've gotten in the app just yet. Uh, I ran across the young bucks. Um, I think they're like just tremendous Nick and Matt Jackson. Um, also Adam Cole and the Briscoe brothers. I got a chance to meet those guys a handful of time. I think they're like just a, like the best of the best, like, and there's no need for them to do it because these guys are like super, superstars. but they really do uh, treat their fans and everybody just like normal people. And I think they're great. Uh, as far as in the app, I actually had a really good time um, with two people, Jerry, the King Lawler. He was a guy that I grew up and I saw in the pro wrestling illustrated magazines with the AWA title that just was like, man, this guy is something else. Um, he had a lot of great stories to tell, you know, obviously being in the business 50 years or whatnot, like he just really brought it and was eye opening. And it was very cool to see him and, and touch the crown. How cool was that? And then uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard, if you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with him. Uh, that is uh, Bruce Pritchard, a brother love. He's got a big podcast himself. That's his brother, Tom Pritchard. Uh, he was a trainer. He worked behind the scenes. He also was a worker, too, and he was all over the territories, mainly in Houston. So he knew a lot of the older guys and told some stories about Gino Hernandez and the Von Erics uh, that just was like, you can't get this anywhere else. So those guys were fantastic to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Now, RPW Heatwave 2, August 27th at the Watering Hole. Uh, as mentioned, you will be the ring announcer. So before we get into the actual card itself of the event, I'm going to ask any particular ring announcers that you're kind of modeling your game after. Um, going old school, I mean, I do enjoy the the Howard Finkels of the world, and Bobby Cruz does a, a great job when he was with Ring of Honor. Um, and, you know, when you see us out there, too, it's kind of funny. Like most people think ring announcers, you got to be in the suit. You got to be dressed up fancy, hair slicked back. You know, we kind of take a different approach at RPW where we're like, you know what? We're going to wear hats. We're going to wear T-shirts. We're going to be like just like one of the other people that are just out there. We're nothing special. You know, maybe we take that a little bit from Game Changer Wrestling, GCW, where, you know, their ring announcer is just like part of the crowd, getting them hyped up. So, you know, maybe taking a little slice of that and we kind of make it our own and, you know, just bring the energy and bring a good vibe. You know, we basically started off the party. So, you know, if we're having fun, the crowd's going to have fun and they'll be able to pick up on that right away. Yeah, for sure. So to get in the card. But, you know, obviously you know, more and more matches being announced and, and we kind of have a good feel for the card. So I'm going to ask you first, if you have one, what match would you be maybe looking forward to the most on this card? All right. Well, Eric, I got some breaking news for you. Breaking news for the show. How about that? Awesome. I love it. Uh, all right. RPW Heatwave 2. I was sent the show lineup for Saturday, August 27th. So I have every single match that is going to take place. If you want to run through it, we can do that right now. Let's do it, Devin. Break it down right. for us. Uh, 
<laughs> match number one that's happening at the watering hole rpw heatwave 2 which tickets are available still at rpwprowrestling.com uh the first match the winner of this match is going to face actually the rpw tag team champions which are the bouncers if you haven't seen the bouncers yet Whew, Brian Malonis and the Beer City Bruiser, those are some big boys. Uh, they're going to face them December 10th at RPW Destiny 2 at the Watering Hole. So that tag team match is going to be the Mad Dog of War, Cujo and Kevin Kruger versus Perfect Arsenal with Angelo Stefano. And this match is sponsored by Pyramid Productions. Now, if you remember a while back, Angelo Stefano, he used to run with Kevin Kruger and the Mad Dog of War Cujo back in the day. They have like a bunch of history, 20 plus years going up and down the roads through Wisconsin, used to put on a bunch of shows at the watering hole back in the day. He actually turned on those guys and aligned himself with, no pun intended, the perfect team of perfection and Aaron Arsenal. So we're going to have a tag team match to start off the night. That's fantastic. Tag team started off. Those are usually pretty electrifying, especially, you know, I know that they won't be there, but the, the bruisers are incredible. So definitely can't wait to see that. What's match two? Uh, match number two, I think you guys will have a little stake in this. It is the fatal four-way to crown a brand-new RPW Cruiserweight champion, and that is sponsored by our friends, you, Root for Wisconsin Show podcast, where you guys, I believe, will be in the ring and give the title to the winner of this fatal four way matchup uh that is going to include damian chambers who comes from columbus ohio he's going to face brick mccarthy of three under par and johnny ck and green bay's own tw3 so that should be a fantastic fatal four-way for the brand new rpw cruiserweight championship i am beyond excited for this match and you know we got the choice of what match we want to be involved with yeah and, and that's a that's a great one to pick for sure yeah, without a doubt, it was, you know, that match. It's, you know, root for Wisconsin, root for our Green Bay guy, TW3. Nothing against the other guys, and, you know, we're trying to have as many of them on, come on here. But we want to make this a welcome environment, but this is a TW3 house. <laughs> so no bias here, but we will be – you are correct. We will be in ring to present that championship. And uh, Rich has told me about it. I have not seen it yet, but he's told me about it. It is beautiful. Yeah, so and another cool thing with Rich, too, he definitely tries to have different colored belts that represent Wisconsin, you know, right here in Green Bay. So we do have a green belt. We have a yellow belt. We did try to get a red one for the Badgers, of course, but apparently they're all out of red belts. I believe the new RPW Cruiserweight ch uh, title is going to be orange, if I'm not mistaken. So definitely look forward to that. You are correct in that as well. Let's go to match three. Match number three is Davey Vega. He is a Cleveland, St. Louis, Midwest guy. He's going to take on Karam. You know, if you haven't seen this guy, this guy is straight out of Detroit. He is super legit. And uh, he's an up-and-comer guy that's going to blow up on the scene. He actually just signed on for a European tour uh, later this year in September or October. So Davey Vega versus Karam is going to be a banger. Yeah, absolutely. Match four? Match number four, we get the Devil's Little Princess, Heather Reckless, who uh, recently you just saw her on AEW where she fought Anna J. Heather Reckless. Uh, she's been in Green Bay before. She's going to face Sweet and Sassy, Casey Lennox. So the ladies are going to go at it for match number four. Yeah, and, you know, little personal show announcement here. Ramsey, who not here tonight, but he will be. He was the winner of the picture 
with Heather Reckless. Oh, that's right. I do remember seeing that. So, yeah, he'll have a blast to, to get in the ring with Heather Reckless. I mean, these ladies do bring it. I mean, the Devil's Little Princess, come on. What can I say? Like, you know, there's going to be some shenanigans, some screaming, uh, and most of all, some great entertainment for sure. Yeah, and, you know, she was at the last event, and I got to say, just incredible uh, run that she had in that match. I can't remember if she ended up winning that one or not, but incredible in-ring performer. Yeah, and and that's the thing, too, going back to what Rich does. And it's not a knock on anybody that's around here, the local talent, but he, like, tries to go outside of the local cookie jar here, and, and he's bringing in some really, really tremendous talents. I want to say on this card alone, there's nine, possibly ten, nine, ten talents that have worked for AEW recently, whether that's AEW Dark, Rampage, or Dynamite. Um, August 27th is really going to be a show, so hopefully people definitely get their tickets. Yeah, lots of, you know, especially just, you know, while we're talking about here the last couple of days, even with AW Dark and Dark Elevation um, from the last event, we had uh, Missa Kate was on. Yes, um, that's right. She yeah. was on and I she actually told me she didn't give a shit about me at the last event. So <laughs> I I did tune into the event, but I I was kind of rooting for Roby Soho to kick her ass. And she did. Right. So yeah. And, and that gives it. you an, an interest, an invested interest to, to watch these matches. You're like. Oh my goodness, that lady was at the watering hole. That wrestler was at the watering hole. I saw that person. They gave me a hard time or I gave them a high five. And you can definitely get up and close and personal with the, the wrestlers. I mean, it's it's always a great time. Yeah, absolutely. So the next match. Yep. So match number four, I, I absolutely love this kid. He's been on AEW recently, the punk rock prince, uh, Jordan Cross. He's going to be teaming up with his dad, Ryan Cross. Hopefully I didn't hurt anybody's feeling there. The uh, Cross guys are uh, going to face Skits and Salem Crane. Now, if you don't know anything about Skits and Salem Crane, like just picture yourself on like a cold, dark October night walking through a haunted house and, and you see some creatures like those are those two guys right there. So it's going to be a little a mixture of, you know, Cross, you know, you know father, son going to want to bring it. And then these crazy creatures that you just don't know what's going to happen. And that match is sponsored by our friends over there at look sharp. So I'm definitely looking forward to that contest. Yeah. And while we're talking about that match that, uh, on the rage and pro wrestling Facebook page, buy your tickets in advance. Every ticket is an entry and you can yes. get a picture with Jordan cross. And yep. that one is going to be announced after the July 18th episode of raw. So a couple of weeks to yeah. still get your tickets and get in. And that's that's correct. And, and Jordan, like I said, this guy is unbelievable. And he's so young yet. I want to say he's like 20, 21, something like that. So his future is bright. I mean, I do believe he's going to get signed down the road. So how cool would that be to get in the ring with him, get a picture, you know, get a high five? I mean, it's going to be a great show come August 27th at the watering hole. All right. On the next one, Devin. Yeah. Uh, so we're on to match six. So the ladies are going to bring it again. Speaking of, of young, uh, Leslie Lalamenka, she's uh, 17, 18 years old. She's got a great future as well. Hopefully I didn't butcher her name there, Leslie Lalamenka. Uh, she's going to be facing the pink dream, the Cali girl, Alex Gracia. She is our champion. So that's going to be for the RPW Glamour Championship. Wow, big thing coming up here. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then match seven. I mean, it just gets better and better and better. This guy, I know everybody out there knows this guy. He's had some classic matches with Kenny King in Ring of Honor. He's also uh, had a great match, one of my favorites, versus Jay Lethal at Best in the World 2017. Uh, I'm talking about the last real man. Silas Young going to be back in the watering hole where he's going to face a guy that just graduated uh, from the University of Toledo. He is called the Perminator, Sam Beal. <laughs> the Perminator, Silas Young, going to be a banger. Yeah, absolutely. Silas Young, a Wisconsin product as well. Uh, so got to give him his his shadow here as well. But that is a incredible, you know, just the, even the the graphic for that match. You know, you've got two totally different styles coming up. And, yes. And again, you know, the match at uh, the last event, or I should say the second to last event at this point, the Silas Young versus Kenny King was an incredible match. I think that led off the show. Uh, it did, yeah. And that's one of those matches that, that could have main evented anywhere, not even in the Midwest, but like around the country. Silas Young and Kenny King, they really brought it. Uh, they did. It was pay-per-view worthy. Really, it was. Those guys... I mean, great chemistry together in the ring. And and you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, these guys couldn't be any more opposite. Silas Young, the grizzled vet, the brawler, wants to get in there and punch your face against Sam Beal, this guy that just graduated, the Perminator. You know, obviously he's going to want to take care of his hair. And let's see what he brings to the table uh, come August 27th at RPW Heat Wave 2. Yeah, perfection. <laughs> perfection right did you get a chance to check out that nice head of lettuce on them i did i'm i'm looking at the graphic as we speak and kind of going through the facebook page i i'm jealous i mean i'll, I'll keep my uh my short and kind of military style haircut but that guy has got some some cabbage on the the dome yeah again another young talent that will be there uh to see up close and personal and i do want to definitely plug the youtube um you, uh, we'd like to, you guys to su subscribe to the YouTube channel, RPW Rage and Pro Wrestling Wisconsin. Uh, there's a lot of great content on there, great matches, uh, like the Leslie Lalomenka versus Blair Onyx. Uh, that, that happened at RPW Envision, and I want to say it hasn't even been up there for a month or about a month, and it's got over 30K views or something, like 30,000 views in a very short time. So definitely check out YouTube, subscribe, RPW, Rage and Pro Wrestling, Wisconsin. Uh, great stuff going on over there as well. All right, absolutely. On to the next one, Devin. All right, so this next one um, is the big main event for the RPW Heavyweight Championship. Um, this guy, you know him as Big Flexi, uh, the money machine. He's made for TV. Uh, he came out of the Truth Martini camp, if you know who Truth Martini is. He's been our champion for well over 200 days. Xavier Walker going to be defending his title against Matt Fitchett. Now, Matt Fitchett, he is the AAW Chicago heavyweight champion so if you know anything about independent wrestling you know that guy is legit as well and that match is sponsored by our friends over there at green bay exposition services uh the heavyweight title gonna be on the line big boys going at it oh man i, just, I can't wait for that one yeah absolutely that should be an incredible night i'm very much looking forward to it now tell the people again how can they get tickets 
Yep, you. The best way to get tickets is rpwprowrestling.com. That I have a link for you right there. Any information you might need, you can also search ultimatewrestlingtrivia.com. You can find us on any social media sites. We'll get all connected together. Uh, those are the two spots that you want to be at to get your tickets. Uh, I'm sure you guys are popping up a link as we speak. Watering hole RPW heat wave two tickets available. Uh, I just August 27th can't come soon enough. It's going to be off the charts good. Without a doubt. Now, Devin, just a couple kind of closing thoughts here. Uh, again, you know, thank you so much for joining us here. How can people follow you on social media and, and as sure. we kind of go along here? Absolutely. I, I thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I've been checking you guys out for a while. You guys do a tremendous job at the uh, Roots for Wisconsin. I, I love having something that's right in our backyard that you know you can listen to. You guys, uh, great entertainment. So thank you so much for having me on. Uh, if you want to follow me, I don't do anything special on there. I tweet about wrestling and maybe some Notre Dame football here and there. But uh, you can find me on the old Twitter machine, the old Twitter machine, D7Dog. That's D-A-W-G. So D7Dog uh, for Twitter if you would like to follow me. And, uh, you know, I'm out and about always at almost every wrestling show come by say hi uh, don't be afraid i love talking wrestling with anybody all right Devin, any other thoughts you want to throw out there for rpw heatwave or anything wrestling related no just one more time rpwprowrestling.com also download that free ultimate wrestling trivia mobile app take us wherever you go apple android ultimate wrestling trivia.com and i uh, look forward to checking you guys all out august 27th August 27th, we will be there. You'll be there. Be sure to check it out. Thank you again, Devin, for joining us.